An Eatonville Saga, Season 3, A Year of High Anxiety, Episode 3, Walter M. Kulash. Here's our storyteller, N.Y. Nathiri. Walter M. Kulash, on behalf of the Association to Preserve the Eatonville Community Incorporated, PEC. Dear listener, you may recall the name Walter Kulash from an earlier episode. He was a resident living in the Park Lake Townhouses community, located in Maitland, just a breath away to the east of the town of Eatonville's line, and Maitland Mayor X. Velasca had asked him to keep up with PEC. You may also recall that when the chairman of the Orange County Board of County Commissioners, Tom Dorman, had appeared before the Eatonville Town Council on December 15, 1987, Eatonville Councilman Williams carefully questioned him, as well as the county's engineer, George Cole, regarding the actual traffic on East Kennedy. Let's listen again to those exchanges. Councilman Williams, Mr. Dorman, I heard you say that it's a needed road. Can you tell us the needed that you are speaking of? We're not in a situation now where we have an overflow of traffic to the point where we are backed up. But if you put five lanes in here, it's going to increase the traffic 300%. It's like taking Interstate 4 and putting it right through Eatonville. I would like you to show us where this road is such a necessity at this time. Mr. Tom Dorman, I think probably that question could better be answered by my county engineer, our traffic person for the entire county. Would you care to answer that, George? Mr. George Cole. Before we make recommendations to the commissioners for needed roadways, we look at the total traffic network throughout all of Orange County, and in doing so, at traffic volumes, accident rates, the characteristics of the road, and based on those factors, we attempt to prioritize the roadway needs throughout the county in order that we may develop a reasonable program for needed improvements throughout this area. Now, there are a lot of committed and approved development in the cordon that will be served by the improvements to Kennedy Avenue. As a part of that, it is going to generate additional traffic plus what is there now. The multiplier service is a term that we use to designate congestion along the road, and it's already beyond what is reasonable to accept for many citizens. In order to address that, we have made recommendations to widen the road not only for today, but for a 20-year period. We are looking into the future, and we assess the needs based on, as I said before, traffic volume, both what is existing and what is projected, accident rates, observation of traffic congestions. I've been up in helicopters observing the traffic and see where the congestion is. And yes, Wymore is in trouble, and it's a project on our list of improvements, but you can only do one of them at a time, and we try to address them in a very responsible manner. Councilman Williams, all this traffic improvement you are talking about is to the west, right? This building, this growth you kept telling me about? Mr. George Cole, well, there is growth and approved projects on both sides of Interstate 4. Councilman Williams, I don't see the growth on this side, but if the main congestion problem is Wymore Road, why is it that you don't have anything on the board to widen Wymore rather than coming through Eatonville. I can't see why you would five-lane Kennedy 
and leave Wymore as it is when you are increasing the traffic in Eatonville, where is it going to go then? Mr. George Cole, it is not a matter of just doing one project and walking away and never doing anything else. It's a complete network that, alternatively, will involve both the east side and the west side of Kennedy and improvements to Wymore Road. This is an adopted 20-year improvement plan that we are going to address one step at a time. And the first step is in this community that we are addressing is Kennedy on the east side of I-4. Councilman Williams, I am still puzzled. You're talking about 20 years from now. I'm talking about right now. The problem is still existing, and you have not answered my question. Why is it that you did not widen Wymore first? Mr. George Cole, because it is our assessment the need was greater to get Kennedy corrected as a parallel road to Lee Road. Also recall, dear listener, the City of Maitland resolution. Whereas the county's own technical studies and reports entitled Preliminary Engineering Report of Findings, September 1987, and the Kennedy Boulevard, Lake Avenue, County Road 438A Corridor Study, April 1987, failed to show sufficient justification for the five-laning of that facility, and whereas the county's own five-year transportation impact fee assessment program, December 1985, acknowledges that there are no existing service deficiencies on the Lake Avenue Kennedy Boulevard Road segment from I-4 East, and further, that the proposed road improvement program is justified solely on the basis of new growth, and whereas the Orlando Urban Area Transportation Study, QUATS, 2005 plan update, also shows that the traffic volumes and the resulting service levels of a three-lane Lake Avenue Kennedy Boulevard facility will be sufficient into 2005 to 2010 time frame. There you have it. The bottom line is there was no technical reason for the five-laning of East Kennedy Lake Avenue. So when Walter Kulash, an engineer with the Orlando firm Gladding, Jackson, Kircher, Anglin, Lopez, Reinhardt, an urban, resort, environmental, landscape architecture, and transportation planning firm conducted his traffic study, his findings confirmed what we all experienced on a daily basis. There just wasn't any traffic on that stretch of road. But here are his findings, as reported in the Orlando Sentinel, January 15, 1988 edition. First, after analyzing the project in more detail than the county engineers, he said that by studying each intersection along Kennedy Boulevard and Lake Avenue in detail, he gained data that the county did not include in its study. Second, he said that his data show that most of the traffic from developments west of Interstate 4 will turn north or south on Wymore Road before heading east through Eatonville. Therefore, county engineers could provide effective road service with a two- or three-lane Kennedy Lake Avenue roadway. If the east-west road is widened to five lanes, however, 26,900 vehicles would travel the road each day by 2010 and most of the traffic will head 
to U.S. 1792. Now, according to Florida Department of Transportation traffic counts, U.S. 1792 can handle only 1,000 more vehicles a day traveling north from Lake Avenue and no more vehicles traveling south. Unless U.S. 1792 is widened to eight lanes, it cannot handle the traffic dumped from Lake Avenue. The DOT has no definite plans to widen U.S. 1792, which could require taking rights of way that Maitland and Winter Park would oppose. Additionally, Kulash said that through traffic in Eatonville and Maitland was already to capacity. Through traffic is defined as traffic that passes through cities on its way to main routes without stopping. He discovered that Eatonville roads handle 35 through traffics a day for each of its 3,000 residents. Maitland's roads also carry 18 trips a day for each of its 9,000 residents. Comparing those statistics with other Central Florida cities, from Tampa to Daytona Beach, Kulash determined that Eatonville has the highest and Maitland has the second highest rate in Central Florida. Apopka's rate is three daily trips per person and Orlando's rate is two daily trips. Kulash said the statistics show Maitland and Eatonville already handled their quote-unquote fair share of through traffic, which could increase if Kennedy Lake is widened. However, county engineers said that through traffic would decrease if traffic flows more efficiently through both cities. In response to the Orlando Sentinel reporter who wrote the article, Bill White, the assistant manager for the county's highway construction department, said that the county had considered the intersections along the Kennedy Lake Roadway, but did not study in detail each of them. Armed with this information, PEC requested an appointment with the county. Dear listener, I don't recall if our meeting was in late January or early February. What I do remember was the reception our delegation received. Accompanying Mr. Kulash, a bespeckled, mild-mannered, middle-aged white man, were several middle-aged African-American women. It was not a very long meeting. After the courtesies, Mr. Kulash presented his report. What happened next was really bad. You know, dear listener, there are a number of ways that you can insult or disrespect a person. You can be subtle, you can talk down to them, or you can just flat out express your insult in a frontal assault. Bill White, the assistant manager, figuratively spit out this sentence. You're not a PE. What is a PE, you might ask? A PE is a professional engineer. In fact, it's the highest level of credential. What makes a PE different from an engineer like Mr. Kulash? PEs must also continually demonstrate their competency and maintain and improve their skills by fulfilling continuing education requirements depending on the state in which they are licensed. A PE 
represents a kind of respect among colleagues, a kind of confidence for the client, and the ability to sign off on high-level projects. The venom with which Bill White delivered that verbal blow, coming as it did so early in our fight against the county, was a harbinger of what we could expect. So you people have the nerve to contest us? Now fast forward three decades. Meet Walter Kulash now. A professional engineer with more than 30 years experience as a traffic engineer. Walter Kulash has been featured on the front page of the Wall Street Journal, far left column, top of fold. Walter Kulash has received a number of awards and uh, recognitions. His professional bio, Kulash is a principal and senior traffic engineer with the Orlando-based community planning firm Gladding, Jackson, Kircher, Anglin, Lopez, Reinhardt, Incorporated. Since the early 1990s, Kulash has specialized in the rapidly emerging field of livable traffic design. Recent projects that incorporate the principles of livable traffic include the neo-traditional communities throughout the U.S. and Canada, community shopping centers that serve as centers for walkable communities, resort villages, outdoor shopping villages, and park once district. Kulash is in the forefront of the field of traffic calming, changing motorist behavior through street redesign. The Center for New Urbanism awarded Kulash the Distinguished John Nolan Award in 28, and he is respected for his work in leading walkable, mixed-use neighborhood developments. When Mr. Kulash became a PE, he sent me a letter saying that his affiliation with PEC had inspired him to go further. End of episode three. You've been listening to An Eatonville Saga, executive producer, the Association to Preserve the Eatonville Community, Inc., podcast concept and storyteller NYNA Theory, Eatonville native and the executive director of the Association to Preserve the Eatonville Community Inc. PEC produced and directed by Ken Moore 2021 copyright by the Association to Preserve the Eatonville Community Inc. All rights reserved. Thanks for listening. If you would like to support our podcast by giving, you can give to PEC at www.give2pec.org. That's www.give2pec.org.